Good morning, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. I'm Anthony Moore. I serve as the senior pastor of Carolina Church, located in Fort Washington, Maryland. Please allow me to say Happy New Year to all of you all who I haven't had the opportunity to greet in this new year of 2024. I did lead our congregation in knowing and understanding what our theme is for the year. Allow me to share with you um, our theme for 2024, which will govern, for the most part, our um, process of um, study and looking at God's Word becomes the mode of apparendus which we will operate in 2024. The theme for the year is Seek, Find, Know. It's Seek, Find, Know, the journey to loving God. Seek, Find, Know, the journey to loving God. And we use Jeremiah 29, verse 13, as our scriptural foundational guide that's Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen. that simply says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with your whole heart. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. Seek, find, know the journey to loving God. That's, that's our um, guide for us as we go through 2024. Um, to to seek to find and to know God in such a real intimate way. Well, that segues into our lesson that we have uh, be, that we began on last uh, last Wednesday, um, talking about us being intentional about spending time with God in His Word. Um, one of the interesting facts and truth of the matter is that I've come to discover is that spending time with God and his word is something uh, many of us as believers of Christ talk often about but have very rarely followed through on doing it. If you've had a conversation with other believers, you'll discover that many believers, and I mean many, have never, ever read the Bible for themselves in its entirety. They've never read the Bible for themselves, never read the Bible for themselves in its entirety. And the majority of believers do not have an idea or a clue about how to spend time with God in his word. And it's, it's, it's all too common, all too common amongst believers of the Lord Jesus Christ, amongst believers. And so I've determined that um, we're going to be very intentional about helping persons to, number one, spend time reading the Word of God intentionally, and then secondly, to in fact know how they can spend time with the Lord Jesus Christ will spend time with even God's Word. Um, I talked about why it's important to spend time with God. I gave you four reasons. Allow me to give those to you again. There are four 
highlighted reasons that I just kind of pulled to the side and said, hey, these are major pieces that, that we ought to hold on to. Four reasons why it's important to spend time with God. Number one, I said as we spend time in his word, we grow to know him and his character more deeply. So number one is, as we spend time in his word, we grow to know him and his character more deeply. Number two, the second reason why we spend time with God, or why we ought to do that, is because the Bible is the main way God speaks to us and reveals himself, reveals his plans, and his purpose to us. The Bible is the main way God speaks to us and reveals himself, reveals his plans and his purposes to us. That's number two. Here's number three. His word keeps us from sin and help us to grow in Christ's likeness. His word keeps us from sin and it helps us to grow in Christ's likeness. Here's number four. It should be our delight to get to spend time with him. It ought to be our joy, our delight to spend time with him. So I gave you four key reasons why it's important to spend time with God. Number one, as we spend time in his word, we grow to know him and his character more deeply. Number two, the Bible is the main way God speaks to us and reveals himself, his plans and his purposes to us. Number three, his word keeps us from sin. And it helps us to grow in Christ's likeness. And number four, it should be our delight to spend time with him. Now, I, I don't want you all to just take my word for it. But I also sought um, last week to give you all um, some key scriptures. I was only able to get through one of them. But I wanted you to have some key scriptures pointing us to why spending time with God is important. They're key scriptures that gives us indication as to why spending time with the Lord in the Word is important. So I, I started with last week Psalms 19, 7, verses 7 through 11. It was, was where I started and where I ended also. Um, Psalm 19, verse 7 through 11. And that particular psalm gives us some great insight as to why we ought to spend time with God through his word. This is what it says in Psalm 19, verses 7 through 11. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandments of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteousness altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter also than honey, as drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned. In keeping them there is great reward. Now, I need you all to look at that, and I try to give emphasis um, on, on the words that were just so um, 
um, pointed and standing out unto us. So here's what it says. The word of God is perfect. It's sure. It's right. It's pure. It's clean. It's true. It's righteous. More to be desired than gold, sweeter than the honey. It revives our soul. It makes us wise. It rejoices our hearts, enlightens our eyes, endures forever. And in keeping it, there is great reward. Y'all, I'm absolutely blown away when I read this particular passage. Why wouldn't I want, even crave, to have time with God after seeing how God, um, how good God is? And how satisfying time with him and his word is meant to be. So that was in, that's Psalms 19, verse 7 through 11. But also, you all, Colossians 3, um, verses 16 through 17. Colossians 3, verses 16 through 17, brings further understanding to the impacts that the word has on our lives. This is what it says. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual psalms with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. As the word, you all, dwells in us, we can encourage others with it and worship God together out of thankfulness in our hearts to him. But it also continues to work in us all throughout the everyday moments of our lives to help us to do all for God's glory and his name. In Psalm 119, verses 9 through 11, it says this, How how can a young man keep his ways pure? By guarding it according to your word. With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Y'all, as we seek God with our whole heart and spend time in his word, he guards us. He keeps our way pure. He keeps us from sin. When his word is stored up in our hearts and when we've spent time worshiping our Father, he changes our desires to match his, and he keeps us from sin. Let me me give you some other passages. You can just log these in. John 15. As we stay connected to Christ, he nourishes our souls and bears fruit in our lives. That's what the chapter of John 15 is about. Deuteronomy 6, um, chapter 6, verse 4 through 9, um, um, gives us another guide as to why. Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 through 9. Now, we, we, we should love God with all of our hearts and love others as well. And as God's word is in our hearts, we should share it as we go through life with others in all that we do. Therefore, we must know his word in order to do this. So this stems from the heart of loving God and loving others. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 through 17 is another one. Yeah, God's word is so useful for all things in equipping us to follow him. But then also Psalm 1, that chapter will also help you. Meditating on God's word day and night brings a firm foundation to him that's never thirsty, but is always nourished by the word bearing fruit and growing closer to Christ. 
Y'all, this is just a small snippet of the goodness explaining the why we should spend time with God in his word. And I'm hoping that this encourages you to see the joy and the satisfaction that comes from spending time with God, getting to know him, and allowing him to transform our hearts by his word and power. Then next week I'll start, I'll deal with um, um, how to get started. How do we do this, Pastor? On next week, if the Lord delays us coming, how do we, how do, we do it? How do we spend time with God? Um, seek, find, know the journey to loving God. Now, listen, uh, I need us to pray for some persons, Sister Jackie Thomas and Deacon Sharon Durham, prayer for Gary Davis and Sister Mary Davis, Deacon Evelyn Max, Sister Martina Baxter, Associate Pastor Talia White, Velda Jones, Gaylene Musgrove, Elois Dix. We're praying for Deacon Ruby, Sister Martha McCray, Sister Deborah Heath in the transitioning of her sister, um, healing for Donna Travers, um, praying for Donna, praying for the mother of Primana who was missing for a couple of days, is now home but dealing with some other concerns. We're praying for Mara Harris's brother, Wayne Dickens. He was admitted to the hospital, George Washington Hospital. Praying for Yolanda Brown, recovering from knee surgery. I want to ask you all to pray for Pastor Stephen Tucker. We're praying for Pastor George Gilbert. We're praying today for Gary Barty, if you will, lifting Gary Barty in prayer. I'm asking you all to um, be mindful and prayerful for um, Pastor Reverend Harold Brinkley, um, praying for he and his family. We're lifting those persons in prayer, and we're praying for you, that the Lord will grant you what you need in 2024 as we seek, find, know um, that um, God has everything within his own reach, within his hands that we can get. Let's pray you all. Father, in Jesus' name, um, few of your believing children have come together doing what we see instructions in your word to touch and agree. God, we come today being grateful for you saving us and giving unto us life and sharing with us eternal life with you. We thank you for salvation, where, God, you've made available to us the opportunity to be saved and to be delivered. We thank you for your word that you've given unto us that helps us, God, to know you, to know your character, to know your commandments, to know your heart, and then, God, to give us power that we might convert and convey and conform to that which you have laid out before us. So, Lord, we thank you for your word. Your word, it is our desire that we might hide it in our hearts, that we might not sin against you. We thank you for your word, God. Thank you for your salvation, for saving us. Thank you for what you are yet doing in our lives. Thank you for giving us golden moments and opportunities whereby we can draw close to you and spend time in your very presence. We thank you, God, for the lesson even on today on why it's important to spend time with you. God, thank you for the word that you shared with us and shown unto us of what the benefits are in our spending time with you. 
Now, Father, I do pray for those persons whose names we've called out unto you today. Um, We know, God, according to your word, that we can ask and it shall be given, that we can seek and we shall find, knock and the door shall be opened. We know that we can come to you in prayer and that you've given us the ability, God, to pray for the sick and in according to your word, watch them recover. So even today, we list before you those names that we've called out in your very presence, persons who need you, persons who need healing, persons who need deliverance, persons who need to be who need your blessings, persons who need your direction, who need your guidance, who need your counsel. God, we've called out names unto you. You've heard those names, but the truth of the matter is, God, you know us so well that even before we called the names, you already knew we were calling those names and what they in fact needed. So, Lord, I ask that you would supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory and according to your word. Your word says, God, your word says, God, that you would supply all of our needs. And so, Father, I come against infections even now. I come against sickness. I cast out illnesses, and I cast out that which is not like you in the name of Jesus. I cast out desires that are not like you, that are not representative of your kingdom or even your holiness. I come against it now in the name of Jesus, and I bind it in the name of Jesus, God. God, I come against fevers and cancer. I come against disease and any form of sickness, God. I come against it, mental or physical, emotional. I come against it, God, in the name of Jesus. And I ask that you, in fact, will give unto us strength and stability and healing. Father, we know that you can restore even now unto us a mind that is like the mind of your Son, Jesus Christ. Lord, we need you. Can't do anything without you. We promise as you, in fact, intervene into our lives today, and as we intersect across the pathway of your word, that, Lord, you give us peace that surpasses all understanding. Father, we need you. We need you. We need you. We need you. We dare not enter into 2024 without invoking your presence in our affairs. We need you. Lord, hear us today. In Jesus' name we pray, and all the people of God said amen. Hey, listen, you all. I've given you all some um, principles and certainly some keys for us drawing closer to the Lord. On your mark, get set. Come on, y'all, let's grow. All right, 2024, we need God to do more and be more for us in our own lives. Hey, listen, thank you all so much. I want you to have a great day on purpose and know that I love you much. See you soon.